Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh. This is James. Hello. Our last podcast episode, we talked about abortion with our mothers. It's a great episode. We highly recommend it. If you guys haven't already, share this with your co-workers, your friends, your family members. We want to spread this podcast out and allow it to grow. Uh, today, we'll be, we will be talking about living life with God. So, James, you want to pray us in? All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that, as always, that you be with us throughout this uh, this topic of this podcast, Lord, so that everything that we say uh, will come from the Holy Spirit and that we can uh, get across whatever it is that you want to be heard uh, today, Lord, and that we can just help anybody who listens to it, that they'll be able to gather at least just one thing from this podcast and that it'll make their life just a little bit better and help them move a little bit closer to you lord again we ask that you be with both of us and just help us after this podcast to go out and spread your word as best as you as we can lord we love you lord we love you we thank you it's in your name we pray amen amen all right so so i'm the one who came up with uh the the topic for for this episode and um, the reason, so we're, we're doing living life with God, and the reason I wanted to do this topic is because people talk a lot about what to do whenever things are going wrong in your life. Yeah. You know, how to stick close to God, how to turn to God whenever, whenever problems happen. And that's really good to learn, but sometimes... I feel like we're so focused on when things are going wrong in your life that we don't really think about how to get closer and how to grow with God whenever things are going all right. Because because your life isn't usually always just good or bad. Like usually you're in some middle ground where well, i feel like in, i feel know. like a lot of people take like i think i think i've heard dennis say this uh he's our sunday school teacher if you guys didn't <laughs> i didn't know that but he took he was like i think he was talking about how we all the time is either dennis or uh james and he said we take we take god off the shelf when we need him and then put him back on the shelf where we think we don't need him Mm -hmm. but what we're not thinking is we always need him Mm -hmm. and so and so my thinking was just a little a little discussion about 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 that about how to keep God in your life whenever you know things are going well and as Josh said whenever you think you don't need him but you always need God, and it's—I mean—it's never a bad thing to be go- growing closer to God. Yeah. So it's, it, there's—I don't know. There's a—we can have a discussion. So we're, I'm looking to have a discussion about how to keep God at the forefront, no matter what time it is in your life. And so we'll start with the first scripture, which Josh has over there. Yes. So I am in Psalms 34. If you uh, guys want to turn there, and I, and I. I think I might have something else too, but it says, I will bless the Lord at verse one. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then later he says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me through all my fears. But if we go back to verse one and tie those in, the Lord delivered him through his fears. So he's going to praise the Lord. He's going to praise the Lord in his good times. He's gonna praise the Lord because he he does not have those fears anymore. He does not have those those troubles, the hardship, because God delivered him through it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, a big thing is like whenever you're growing closer to God in the good times and not just staying stagnant or slack or yeah. moving backwards. Because I that's one of the things I think I've said on the podcast before is that there is no staying stagnant with God. If you're yeah. if you think you're stagnant with God, you're slowly but surely moving backwards. You yeah. should always be moving when forward in God. Yeah, when you're lukewarm, there's there's no there's no middle ground with God. You're you're either with God or against God. Mm-hmm. 
And so, but whenever you're in those good times and you're choosing to still study God's word, choosing to still be with God at all times and praying and all that, you're building yourself up and preparing yourself for, you know, it, it helps prepare you for whenever the bad times come and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. And, <clears throat> and so, as I said, there's, there's no downside to always striving to grow closer to God. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, nothing in this world can really give us, give us any good, really. It's, yeah. it's only God. We're, we're not here unless God. We're not going to heaven unless God. That's, you, you, we can't, we can't do anything without God. It's, you, you just can't. <laughs> yeah. And so, I guess, you know, we can, uh, we kind of discuss some ways that you can, um, that you can stick with and try to grow closer to God whenever things are going on right. And one of the things is, you know, praise God for the fact that you're, that, that you are all right. Yeah, you can, and, you can literally, like, you don't have to be, like, praying to talk to God. God wants, my grandpa told me this, God, God wants us, God, he was like, God wants you to have a conversation with him like you do James, or like you do with, with Dennis, or Pastor, or any, anyone. He wants that. He wants an open relationship with you. He doesn't, I don't think he wants a specific time to go to him. He says, call on his name. Mm-hmm. And he'll be there. And yes. Yeah, so like, you know, praise God for the fact, praise and, and talk to him and thank him for the fact that right now in your life you're doing all right. And and that's something that you can do even, even when there are bad times in your life because... God will see you through them. So even in the bad times, not just the good times, but for all times, praise, thank, and and bless God, because that's just that's what He deserves. And no matter your your state of life, that's still what God deserves is all of our praise. And the um and uh, sorry, we're both. We're both a little tired, here, yeah, tired today, so if you if you hear us pausing a yeah. little bit longer than what we than what we usually do, James had to James had to call me to wake up because I didn't set my alarm and it's like nine a.m. Yeah, <laughs> so so. I, I literally sprinted over here. It's, it was great. <laughs> so yeah, but um, um, with this verse, with this verse and stuff, uh, if you guys didn't know, it's a Psalm of David when he changed his behavior and before Avon, uh. Elech, I think that's how you pronounce that, who drove him away and he departed. So David was not doing good. He was he was not doing good. He was in a bad he was, <laughs> he was in a bad circumstance. He was in a very bad circumstance. And he is he called upon God. And God delivered. Like he always does. And I feel like like whenever whenever things because people don't like to be told no i don't think anybody does i think i feel like a lot of people like when talking to their friends only ask their friends certain questions because they already know the answer they just want to feel good about themselves and i feel like with god god will only do what is in his will and his will is good don't get me wrong, but he's only going to do what is in his will. And his will is, well, it's it's pretty pretty clear that he loves us and he's going to do anything for us. He gave his son up for us. Yeah, but, and that's, and that's the thing is that, and that's what we got to understand too, is that God's will is absolutely perfect mm-hmm. and exactly what we need. But sometimes it's just not what we want. Yes. And so it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to understand. Sometimes it's hard to accept. He will, but yeah, he will never leave. That, but that's, that's the thing that, that, um, 
that can give us the faith and trust in God's will, yeah. even whenever it's not something we want, even when it's not something that we understand, is that we know that no matter what God's planning, it's always going to be to our benefit. He'll always take whatever circumstance it is and use it for our benefit. So, like, I, I take this like God's in the front seat driving the car, right? And we're in the back seat. We're like, we're like, like, we're in the back, back seat. Like, and we're trying to tell God where to go and what to do. We're the back seat. We, we think we're the back seat drivers, <laughs> which we can't be doing that. <laughs> we can't be telling God what to do because what, what we think, what we think is not the right way. What, what we think we want to do is not what you actually want to do. If you, if you could see what God sees, you would say, no, that's disgusting. No. Well, no, well, that's just the thing, though, is that they say, say that what we want to do is not really what we want to do. Well, but that's just the thing. What we want to do is what we really want to do. It's just not what's, it's just not what's best for us. And so it's just like, and that's just the thing is that like, and that's whether you're talking, and you can say that about whether you're talking about something as something simple like, like, um, um, you know, wanting something that's that's good but it's just not that something that god has in his will for you or something as complicated as as a sin that that you that you're doing and god is trying to put you in a place to get away from that you know it's like something as simple as that it's like even even like and and i say even but it's it's especially our sinful thoughts are the things that we truly want to do because talking about the flesh and that's one of the things that I think again I brought up on the podcast, but I remember def- specifically talking about it in the um, in the at the, down at the men's retreat, is that the reason why it's so hard, the reason why it seems so hard to follow God, even though it's 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 simple, the reason why it seems so hard to follow God is because our true nature of the flesh is sin. Ever since, ever since we got ever since uh, Adam and Eve, the nature of everyone born has been sin. And so once you get God in you, telling you to do good and do holy things, that's completely against the flesh's nature. And so as is said um, all the time from uh, at our church is that as soon as you become a Christian, there's an instant civil war that happens for the rest of your life in your mind that the flesh wants to do sinful things that's the that's the nature of us and not only the flesh but you got the devil that's going to be constantly talking in your ear putting you in certain situations to do sinful things but then you also have god that's in you also telling you to do holy things and also putting you in places to do holy things you know (coughs) well let me tell you if you're getting it if you're if you're a christian and you're being and you're being spiritually attacked you're doing something right because the devil and his and his demons his demonic you know the, the fallen yeah forces the, the fallen angels they're not omnipresent they can they're not omnipresent like god so if you're doing something to cause satan to do that to you you better you better get all the you better find god's glory in that fact because that means you're doing something right with god keep doing it because I mean, just, just, just knowing that you're doing something good for God, it, bro, like, the, you feel the spirit all over you, and it's like, it's, it's great. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's, it's really hard sometimes to, to, because I feel like sometimes it's really hard to, because the devil, excuse me, excuse me, the way the devil is you know the de- the the bible describes the devil as a lion seeking who he may devour but and then it, they also describe um and the and the reason they describe the devil as a lion is because jesus is the lion of judah and the devil imitates jesus but i almost feel like like in a better way to describe the devil versus versus jesus and god is almost like the devil's more like 
The devil's more like a, a pack of hyenas, huh. while while Jesus is a lion, because the devil the devil he overwhelms you. You know, he pressures you. He's a, he bullies you into doing yeah. something. He pressures you, and he and you know the he has any you know he gangs up on you with his demons, and it's like um, like how you know animals will puff themselves up or do or do something like bears how they stand up to make themselves seem huge i mean bears are already huge but they stand up on their back legs to make themselves seem much bigger and so much more intimidating and that that's like the devil he he puffs himself up to make himself intimidating and he bullies you into and he pressures you into doing something that you think that you know you can say no just like how like how schools teach you about bullying you can say no to the bully and you can push back against the bully but sometimes that's hard because they're because they it's it's pressure on you while the while jesus is like a lion who's who's calm and just walks around the lion doesn't do any big gestures to make itself seem more intimidating but the lion is the king of the jungle and so whenever and so whenever you have both those things sometimes it's so hard to fight against the devil because he puffs himself up he pushes you around he pressures you and he talks in your ear while jesus is a lion he he's calm and he and he just and he waits his turn he's a gentleman like the like the bible said and so sometimes fighting against the devil just seems just seems difficult because because he's a bully yeah and so well I feel like a, a movie that comes to mind is The Lion King, right? In the terms that, you know, Satan is Scar <laughs> and Jesus is uh, Simba. Simba. <laughs> but the story, the Mufasa doesn't die. <laughs> and. Uh, and the hyenas are the demons. That's that's how that's how I think of it. <laughs> you can, yeah. and we're we turned into a new age Jordan Peterson using Disney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> using Disney for the yeah right. But I mean, well, although if you, although if you really actually look into a lot of the Disney stories, they're based off of old like Hamlet and Shakespeare and stuff, and those stories are meant to. A lot of those stories are meant to actually. Um, Represent like the forces of good and evil and all that stuff, and so yeah. really, they're, they're really well comparisons. If we actually want to look yeah. more into, uh, look up for one of the upcoming podcasts. There will be a deep dive into the Lion King and how it, it <laughs> symbolizes right. symbolizes the Bible. Right, you know, but um, uh, but um, also another song that a song that you know uh, gets me thinking like. Satan being the big bad bully, you know, you can literally, like, he can't do nothing to you, because I'm thinking the song, uh, the only version of the song I know is Johnny Cash's version, I Shall Not Be Moved, mm-hmm. that, one of my favorite songs, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great, I, I really like Johnny Cash, and that, that gives, it's a hymnal, I think we have it in our hymns, yes, so, <laughs> That that song kind of reminds me of that because Satan can only tempt you. He can only do so much to you. He can only yep. get in your face and tempt you. Yeah, if you You're if you, the one consciously making the decision to sin. If you look at a lot of like I I kind of said bears and that's not really a good example for this because but um but if you look at most animals that that do what I said, that, that puff themselves up and make themselves seem bigger against their opponent. Many of them do that to intimidate and then hopefully scare away whatever is there. But if you if you go against that, if you if you do attack some an animal that does that, usually they run away. Yeah. Because the the meaning of intimidating is to hopefully not fight. And so but so that's the thing with the devil. Is, and that's why I said that using a bear was probably not the best example because bears actually are tough. They just t- intimidate because they're intimidating. But Satan's Satan's like the little brother. He's just always annoying you. <laughs> but the, get um, out of here. <laughs> but the um, uh, but yeah, the the Satan is like one of those animals that in, that 
will intimidate you and do all that stuff. But as soon as you push back against him, he can't he can't do anything. He can't. Specifically, if you push back with Jesus, because as soon as Jesus is, as the Bible says, as soon as Jesus's name is is said. He's got to leave. As soon as Jesus shows up, he's got to go. Because he knows that the... Listen, the devil once tried to... What was it? It was Moses' body that he wanted to... Uh, I don't remember. He, The devil wanted to do something with Moses' body. And God put... Uh, I believe it was Michael to guard to guard Moses' body from the devil. And the devil couldn't get to Moses' body. If the devil can't beat a regular old angel, all right... He ain't doing nothing against Jesus. Yeah. All right. And so as soon as Jesus shows up, the devil he he runs as fast as he can. I don't know. Right. I don't know what he thought he was doing in heaven. Whenever he was up there, like like what what are you gonna do? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do against God? Yeah. Like, what do you think? You, what I do imagine, you think you are? <laughs> I imagine it's like uh, I imagine it was like an animated cartoon. The way that like like. Um, the devil got kicked out like the devil and like his demons stroll up into like like the king's courtroom with with God sitting on the throne and he's like I'm here to challenge you and take the throne and then it just cuts to like him getting booted out the front gates <laughs> like, <laughs> like and, and all of his demons just getting thrown out you know like with no no fight at all like yeah so and so I know like, and I so and like, like Doctor like, Strange portal opens up yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like and it's like I don't understand it's like I don't understand what the devil because we know uh from in the rebel from in revelation the battle of armageddon is that it's gonna be uh the devil and all of his demons their last stand fighting against jesus and jesus is and i mean it, it says again it says again that the um that the devil will be bound by two angels and thrown into the pit of fire again just angels it's, it's just angels that are yeah. just taking the devil out like and so whenever well, we have the actual spirit of god inside mm -hmm. of us there should be no there there should be no chance that that we ever let the devil win oh man you know it's like you know you know what also blesses me and it just popped in my head i think <laughs> i'm telling you this is not me but it's awesome that satan wants revenge he wants to hurt God, right? <laughs> Jesus, you'd think, you'd think, you know, you disobeyed me, you, you, you've helped, you've helped, you know, lose all these souls that could have gone in my kingdom. You'd think Jesus would be on the front lines to throw Satan, you know, but he doesn't because he doesn't seek Revenge or vengeance. He doesn't seek that because he can't sin. Jesus seeks justice. Justice. Yeah. Because he's righteous. And so the devil does have to pay for what he's done. And that's that's the ending of the Bible is that the devil and all of his demons get thrown into the the lake of fire. And so he's gotta he's gotta <laughs> do what's righteous and punish sin and and you know, the devil is the father of sins basically. And so and so the devil will be punished, but it ain't out of vengeance, like how yeah. you said. It's out of righteousness. Yeah. It's out of, it's out of, basically the law, the law of God. That sin has got to be punished. The only anger that he has is right, is righteous anger. Mm -hmm. That's it. But um, <coughs> I guess uh, we can go into into my verse that I have here, which is in Acts chapter two, verse forty-six, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart and again because we're talking about um talking about how to live with god at all times um the thing that this this uh this scripture is describing the early church and and they were and how they were devoted to learning of jesus and how they took care of each other because as 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 humans we're we're social creatures we're not meant to be alone that's one of the worst things that can happen to people in this lifetime is if they seriously have nowhere to go nowhere to nobody to talk to so we're meant to be we're we're 
We are social creatures, and the reason for that is because we're built to fellowship. We're built to gather to praise God. Um, that's why humans are social creatures, and we're and we're not meant to be alone. It's because we're meant to come together and worship God. Mm-hmm. Well, this next verse is. Uh, praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved <clears throat> so you're praising God and doing favors for all people and it says all people that doesn't mean just Christians in the church that means all people right all people there's no there's no other definition for all people <clears throat> there's no <coughs> other meaning Excuse me. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. So the Lord, so Lord, as long as you're praising Him and having favors for giving favors to all people, He adds to the church daily. And the um, He He gives you like, and we don't deserve it. I feel like we expect it. Especially in the in, like, we're down in the low. We ask God. We expect it. We get it. Then we act like we did it. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything. I feel like that's <coughs> where we fall short in praising God in the good times. Is because we think we did something when really all we did was call upon His name. And the re- excuse me. The reason why, <coughs> excuse me. The reason why I wanted to bring, uh, why I brought this verse up, is because um, that this is all talking about that this, these things were the center of the early church's life. Like this was what they had other things going on in their life because it wasn't like they were just doing this 24-7-365 but this was the 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 focus of what their life was they uh, gathered in the temple with one accord in the temple they broke bread from house to house they ate with gladness and singleness of heart they gathered in the temple to praise God they ate together and they they loved each other is basically what that said and so one of the easy and so just one of the easiest ways to just constantly it, it, this is basically just an example of people who no matter what time in their life because this is obviously a good time in their life i mean like as as you said going on into the early into the later chapters they were praising god they were doing favors for people and god was adding to the church daily they were i mean this was they were they were in a really good spot but you know why they were in a really good spot because this is what they were focusing on they were focusing on god every single day yeah. and it's, it's and and you know in, in talking about that because i said how they have how i'm sure they weren't they weren't just doing these things 24 7 so it's like whenever you're not in church whenever you're not with other christians whenever you're not doing favors for people you know the way that jesus told you to do you know how do you still stay with jesus or how do you still grow closer to god it's like well growing closer to god doesn't always you know i feel like some people think that growing closer to god always has to be spending you know an hour and a half studying the bible or you know praying over every single thing that happens it's like yeah that will help you grow closer to god and you should do that but the but that growing closer to god is so much easier than that too like you can like 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 one of the things that uh we start that uh has been coming up more lately in the church whenever we're talking about growing closer to god is like how whenever you're just doing anything that pleases you you can thank god for that and 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 bring god into that like how my dad was talking about how my dad rides a harley and stuff it's like well it's like should should he have to give up the harley in order to spend time um to spend all the time that he would have spent on the harley studying the bible it's like 
Well, that wouldn't be bad. You know, you could give up the Harley and spend all the time just studying the Bible. But you know what he also can do? Just talk to God and praise and thank God for all the time that for all the time that he has doing the things that he likes to do. Because it's not like as we as we say, it's not like God want God gives you things to make you happy. He wants you to have a good life here, you know? Not everybody does because overall this life doesn't matter. It's the next life that God wants you to focus on. But he's a loving God. He also wants to give people the best life that they can have here. So he gives you things to make you happy down here, you know? So it's like, whenever he gives you those things, just don't let those things, you know, take away. You know, don't let the joy of those things, don't let the happiness of those things take away and, and fill up the time versus whenever you can be praising God while doing those things you know it's like that's that's i feel like that's just an e i feel like that's an a very easy thing to help you stay and and grow closer to god even whenever you think you don't have time to spending time you know reading and studying god's word and that stuff it's just whenever you're doing anything thank god that you you know just and and thank god for the things that are good and even whenever there are things that you don't like like let's say you don't like let's say you don't like your job you know, you can find it very hard to praise God about your job whenever you're in there. But you know what? That job still does good. You want to know something? It gives you money so that you can continue to live. You know, yeah. even in the bad, even in things that you don't find enjoyable in life, you can always find something that will help you get closer yeah. to God. You'll always find the good in it because God will give you the good. Well, also that if you're, because people, I don't know if people are probably going to say like, what about the sinful stuff and what i say to that is i'm a i don't i look at myself like i'm a devoted christian but i'm far from it but i'm a christian and whenever i do a sin you know what comes not in the back of my mind but in the front of my mind i if not a few minutes later or an hour if not that but immediately after I do it I I get convicted and that does not feel good at all to just get convicted of your sins so sinning does not feel good mm-hmm. and you know and as I said and as uh, kind of tying in what we said earlier sometimes it's, it's hard to stop sinning though yeah even whenever you know you know uh, yeah. a Paul that's one of the things that that he had that he had but he said why do i keep doing the things that i don't want to do and why don't i do the things that i do want to do you know paul is one of the greatest heroes in the bible you know but he had that problem where he he had don't know don't really know what it what it might have been it might have been multiple things it might have been you know something that we saw earlier in in paul's life Whatever, but we don't know exactly what it was. But there was obviously something that Paul did that even as he was a devoted, devoted follower of God, he still had problems. He still had trouble stopping some sort of sinful behavior. And not just that, but he even had, even Paul had pro- had problems motivating himself to do things for God. You know, it's like we all have problems the thing is though is that no matter those problems and this is this is a reoccurring thing that will probably end up showing that has this is a reoccurring thing that is shown in all the episodes that we've done before this and will probably continue throughout the rest of the podcast which is that as you grow closer with god god will will um will be with you and will help you deal with the sin in your life as you just stick with god he will he will you know, he will, he will change your heart, and eventually, he will help you stop sinning. You know, if it isn't right away, it'll be gradual. That he'll eventually, you'll eventually, as long as you stick with God and you and you are making a conscious effort to continue going forward, he'll help you to eventually stop sinning at some point. And well, I shouldn't just say stop sinning because you know, we're not perfect. You know, it'll 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 happen oh, throughout the rest of our life. He'll eventually help us stop oh, sinning yeah. eventually go. we'll we'll eventually stop sinning yeah but not not in this life in this life we'll we'll be sinners until we until we get to heaven but he will definitely help us to 
sin less and less as we as we stick by him throughout the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. But that's just the thing, is that God is the one who will help you to stop sinning. We can't do it on our own. What we need to do, which is why which is what I'm trying to say here, is that even whenever you're you say, Man, I'm a Christian, but I just I just can't stop doing this. And it doesn't matter what the sin is. It could be it doesn't matter what the sin is because God views all sin the same. You know, for us, to us, it could be a little sin or a big sin or whatever, but it doesn't matter. What Whatever sin it is, you can say, man, I'm, I want to live for God and I'm really trying, but there's this sin that I just keep doing and I can't understand why I can't. You know what? You right there, that thought process right there is something that only a devoted Christian would have. All right? So don't, don't beat yeah. yourself up about that stuff again just stick with god and make the conscious effort to grow closer to god and he will help you deal with that sin in your life that thought process right there is showing that you have the god that have god's spirit in you because because not only not only is it the holy spirit convicting you but you're convicting yourself at that point yeah you know you're saying man i can't i can't stop doing this well, also, you know and so that and so that's just the thing is that that's just the thing is that um is that the way is that you just got to stick with God. You know, God's not looking for somebody who's perfect. He's looking, you know, God will make you perfect is what we're saying once you get into heaven. God's looking for somebody that will stick by him no matter what. No matter what troubles come at him, no matter how many times he fails. You know, there's a saying, um, there's the saying that I'm sure you've heard before that says, um, you don't fail whenever you fall you fail whenever you quit getting up yeah but that's you know, actually that, a quote i have on my phone no my, that's it and says, that's the same thing that god thinks yeah true my the quote on my phone says true strength true strength comes not in what you can do but rather if you can continue to fight even after you're beaten down into nothing yeah and and that's what god is looking for he's not looking for a person who never falls because that's God knows that that's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. That's not going to happen for us. It's what he deserves. He deserves a perfect person to worship and praise him and do things for him. But he knows that's not what he's going to get. So he's not looking for a perfect person here. Mm-hmm. He's looking for you to strive to be a perfect person. And to and to wholeheartedly, you know, not, not you know, oh yeah i'm 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 trying but you know it's it's just so difficult no he's looking he's looking for the person that is doing that that's going why do i keep doing this from here you know i i i'm 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 really trying to live for god and continues to 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 fight for that you know that that's what god is looking for (coughs) excuse me uh that's something dave uh brother dave would always say uh, he was our, he, our pastor emeritus. Yeah. So he would always say he wants the the Christian, like the, the like the devoted Christians in the church, but he also wants the 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 drunkens, the drug abusers, the drug addicts, or whatever. He wants all those people to congregate in the church. Dave used Dave used to say. Um, Said, I wouldn't mind if half the church was filled with drug drug addicts and the other half with prostitutes. Yeah, <laughs> he said, is what he used to say. He's, you don't you don't you don't save souls if they're already Christian and saved. You need to you need to keep going out. You get you get the people that that don't know how don't know how to live God's way or, or don't don't know the first step. That's one of the things. It's like you know people you know, you know it, I find it. Because it's like people are interested. people want to do good. You know, you it's very and I think I've said this before is that it's very hard pressed to find somebody who's just bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Somebody who oh, yeah. just wants to do bad. Like there's only a few people who who you know I feel like there's not a whole bunch of people that really want to just do bad. You know, most people want to do good. Most sane people, but most yeah. people don't know don't most people don't understand what good truly is you know they think just doing a good deed makes you a good person you know it's like it's like doing a good deed you know that is good that is good i mean it's in the name it's a good deed but but like just doing a good deed doesn't make you a good 
person. You well, know, I, feel like, 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 I feel like people are introduced and Christians, to an extent, we've already ruined a lot of this for ourselves and for other people. Because people, when you think of a Christian, you think a, a I guess, quote, bigot that, you know, thinks we're holier than thou and... And we know, the, the, the people know what the church is against. But again, as our church says all the time, don't know what the church is uh, for. Mm-hmm. And also <clears throat> going back to what you were saying, also going back to what you were saying earlier with the, the people who just can't stop sinning. Take a second, look at your life, look at who your friend group is, who you're hanging out with on days that you're not going to church, what you're doing with your time. I can be, I can, I can testify to that, that I also probably don't do what I'm supposed to do all the time, but that's the great thing with God. He is a forgiving God. And it's not a get out of jail free card because I don't feel good after doing this. I could I convict myself sometimes. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I come to the realization that that was really dumb because I'm supposed to be, you know, a somebody's light for like I'm supposed to be somebody's light and I just messed that up. So you know, as a Christian, we are not perfect. We pro- we probably should change the ways that we we go at stuff and keep it biblical and not what we want to do. Because ultimately, once and, and like going back to the mountain thing, once you're on the mountain, like I don't think the mountain's the highest you can get. <laughs> keep going. There's there's more mountains. <laughs> So, I mean, <clears throat> and I think one of the things that you just said right there is is the key because we can talk all this stuff about things and all that, but the thing that you said right there was was the most important thing and the best advice that we can give is that here talking about living life with God. And both the good times, the bad times, the times that are in between. Easiest way to stick with God and to consciously and always be growing closer is to just live life the way the Bible tells you to. Yeah. And if you can do that, you won't be perfect, as we've said multiple times. You won't be perfect, but as long as you constantly strive to strive to perfection as as God says if you constantly strive to live the way the Bible tells you to then you'll never have a problem with growing closer to God if you constantly just if you constantly go for God go to God whenever things go well when things go good when things go bad when you don't understand something if you just consciously go to God in every situation and use the Bible as your guideline as to how to deal with different situations and pray whenever you need to it it's very it's very hard to grow it's very hard to leave God whenever you're it's very hard to actually leave God once you have it's it and as my as my dad said it's near impossible I mean, once you truly have God and you start living the way that you that you need to, you know, it's there's just a realization <coughs> that comes with it. There's just a realization that comes with it. That is just like what you know. It's like what else is better than this? You know, what else is better than this? So even whenever you know, it's like and it, and I'm and I say that to just say that um that. That growing and like having problems with sinning doesn't take you away from God. 
it you know it might stunt it might stunt your relationship with him a little bit it might it might make it hard for you to get closer to him because of whatever sin you're doing whatever but that doesn't take you away from god you know he'll still be there yeah you know? also if you're listening to this and you haven't already except now we're, we're going on rabbit trails and rabbit holes and stuff like that but that's fine mm-hmm. uh but if you're not saved and you're listening to this you know we talk about how we want the newest upgrades the newest i the newest phone or iphone or samsung i don't think anybody wants a new samsung uh, iphone <laughs> everybody wants iphone <laughs> but you know you want these these newest upgrades that get closer to what you want and stuff like that but aren't perfect why don't you upgrade to god because god is perfect just upgrade to god that's all you need to do is is <laughs> like like man <laughs> but but yeah um because because he's perfect <laughs> he is perfect and, and he'll help you through everything and he won't he won't guide you in the wrong direction we guide ourselves in the wrong we 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 take our eyes off god it's it's kind of like uh was it was it peter on the boat uh and walking on water with jesus he took his eyes off jesus he he lost faith as long as we have but you know but that's just the thing and that's one this is actually a verse that i was thinking about um a while ago that was and this is a very and it's a very good representation of our entire relationship with with jesus Peter had his, had his eyes. Jesus called him out there. Jesus was calling him to do something. And that specific moment, it was to come to him, come out of the boat, walk on water, and come to him. Peter kept his eyes focused on Jesus, and he did it without hesitation. The Bible, the Bible doesn't indicate that there was any hesitation in Peter. He jumped out the boat, and he started walking on water, and started walking towards Jesus. Whenever Jesus calls you to do something, and you do it, there will be no problems. Mm-hmm. But Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, and instantly it started falling apart. Whenever we try to do something ourselves, it doesn't work out. We don't know what to do. So whenever we try to do something, things fall apart. Whenever we take our eyes off Jesus, things fall apart. But just because he took his eyes off of Jesus for a second, didn't mean that his heart wasn't still with Jesus. And for that reason, Jesus still reached down in the water and picked Peter up out of it and saved him and put him back in the boat. Just because you take your eyes off Jesus for a second and things start falling apart because you start trying to do something that you wanted to do and it wasn't what Jesus wanted. That doesn't mean that your heart isn't with Jesus and he'll still be with you through those tough times. It's not like Jesus was like Darth Vader, like your lack of faith is disturbing. (laughs) Like, like, no, no, that happened. (laughs) It's, yeah, yeah. Um, I think about now, I think uh, we've, we've had a good conversation. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if we have any closing thoughts here, um, yeah, I just, focus you're already in, if you're already in a relationship with god well if you're not get there if, if you're if you're not in a relationship with god please dm one of us yes because and and you know we say this in, in every single every single um every single podcast every single episode if you have any absolutely any questions any questions about specific things going on in your life, any questions about the Bible, something you don't understand, uh, if you're with God or or you aren't, it does not matter to us. Please, if you have any questions, you DM us and we will... When, when you will take explain. that first step to God, your life only gets better. Yes. Only gets better. Um, we also recently have been doing live streams, and so if you ever... On Instagram. On Instagram, if you ever want to look at that stuff. Uh, again, if you want to look at our live streams or message us directly, our both of our uh, Instagrams will be, or both of our Instagram uh, accounts will be in the description of the episode. Um, we are, my Instagram is Godcast underscore James underscore Keffer. Uh, Josh's is Godcast underscore Joshua underscore Shanklin. Um, Keffer is spelled K-E-F-F-E-R. Shanklin is spelled S-H-A-N-K-L-I-N. 
Um, Man, I almost forgot that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, if you ever want to hop into one of our live streams, that is our um, that is our. We uh, we don't really live stream from my from my account. It's it's only really from Josh's. But it um, does it does pop up on your. It does yeah it does pop up on my on mine. I and yeah if you want to message us about anything, um please. Please um, share this uh, if you if you enjoyed this episode. Please share it if you enjoy the podcast as a whole. Please tell people about it so that we can try to grow our podcast. We want to grow this podcast so that we can grow God's word, so that we can grow the influence of God's word and get and and just try to get as many people as we can to understand to understand God's word and and hopefully turn to God because I mean it's as as Josh said, it's the best thing that you can do in your life, and it all it only gets better once you once you get yeah. closer to God. It only gets better. Um, again, please, if you have any questions, ask us. Share with friends, family, anybody that will listen to you. Um, I suppose it's about time. If they don't listen to you, pray for them. Yeah, if they, if they, you know, because it, it in that moment, it's not in your power; it's in God's power. So um, yeah, I'm, uh, I guess we should close. I guess we'll close out the episode with Josh if you'd like to pray us out. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this this day that we can just gather and worship you, Lord, and talk about your word. And I ask that you just use this podcast as a better understanding for people and just just open their hearts and minds and open our hearts and minds and help us help us continue studying and understanding your word, Lord. Give us the knowledge and strength, and Lord. I just ask that you just be with us today and all things that we do, keep it in, in uh, help us keep it in your name and just help us do what you want to do. It's it's not what we want to do, it's what it's what you want. So um, I ask I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.